Hey, this is your auntie's could never. Welcome to your auntie's could never episode 91. I'm auntie AK and I'm here with Happy New Year! <laughs> is that your name? It is. From here on out, you can call Ashley Farah means happy. So, in a way, in a way, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can you say who you are, please? Thank you. <laughs> Auntie Nana's internet is playing up this week. Um, and so we'll move on. And who else are we here with? Hi, I'm Auntie Shane. <laughs> and I'm, I'm live, live and direct from Ghana. Likewise, live, live and direct <laughs> from the veranda. I'm on the veranda this time, hoping that I don't get nyan. No one needed to hear you say that, um, Auntie Shade. I mean, I mean, just a reminder. No, just I mean, I reminder. think your skin is a reminder enough, quite frankly. Oh, <laughs> like, the, again, the glows are a lot, but it's cool. Whatever in it. Can you see the t-shirt I'm wearing, especially for you two? What's it say? Oh, boy, boy bye. We're not boys. Boy, bye, but it's more about the fingers. It doesn't apply. Fingers up to you two, really. It doesn't apply. Boy, bye. We're not boys. Um, so how are you, lady? How was your Christmas while Auntie Nana's fixing her internet? How's the Christmas and New Year? We haven't spoken since then, have we? Yeah, it was good. It was nice, actually. Really nice. Like, um, look at me with my McDonald's. Um, it was really nice. Saw family on both sides. Spent a lot of time with them over the last like week or so. Very, very lovely. Relaxed uh, Christmas day. Uh, with the peeps, had to do a bit of driving around, but for once in my life, I wasn't really fussed about it, whereas usually it's a thing. But this year it was actually pretty cool. Wasn't too much driving, just a little bit. Um, Boxing day, I went out with the Chicas. That was really lovely, unexpectedly quite nice, actually. It was good to be in a place where they were adults. And then I went out on New Year's Eve. My nieces forced me out, my nieces and my sister literally forced me out, harassed me the entire day <laughs> until I caved and was like, I am easily persuaded. So when I went out on New Year's Eve, and that was quite nice. Was it good? I mean, it was good to be with my peeps. The music was random. It would go from really good to really dodgy. The people were oh. weird. Like oh. some good people and some weird people. Yeah. The venue was really nice. But it was just, yeah, it was more about being with my, my family. And that was what was really lovely. I hear you, I hear you. They say, that's my auntie, you know? Look at her. And I was like, yeah, 44, baby, 44. I think 46. Oh, yes. Um, so how was Christmas in Ghana? That's what I really want to know. Yes. You know what? I've done the real kind of like, uh, I've done a Friendsmas, basically. Very grown up. So, very very grown, up. grown up. Really, you know, going into that adult side of me, which I don't really like to do. But it was it was cool, man. We went to, um, uh, where did we go? To the Labadi Beach Hotel for Christmas lunch. 
and yeah it was just really just lovely it was very sophisticated and actually no not super super sophisticated it was actually a bit chilled but it was just nice everyone was dressed up so that side was sophisticated um but yeah it was just like really good food chilled vibes just i just think that's just the way to do it from now on i just don't know if i'm ever gonna do christmas in the uk again um i, I say like that every time week. i do christmas outside of the uk i'm always yeah. like this is it this is it <laughs> this is it and everyone was just like oh my god it's like if i was in the uk i'll be doing this now i'll be like in mm. the kitchen or do that do you know what I mean and like yeah so it was just really cool just to not have those added stresses and just be in the sunshine really and just chilled afterwards and I think I we was we, well we were supposed to all go out afterwards like have a nap and then go out um but I fell asleep <laughs> woke up in the morning <laughs> <laughs> I really that eat also food. happens a lot when you're yeah. away like over the festive period yeah. I can't tell you how many raves I slept through and was that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Christmas was good I'll definitely recommend a five out of five for sure yeah it's my first Christmas out of the country ever um it was nice I missed my mum greatly because she didn't come in the end which she was supposed to but then she changed her mind so that was the only downside but um being with my auntie and my cousins and my auntie put on a very festive spread which was great great food and great company so that was really really nice um as so i think it's i think it's my first christmas away from my daughter as well because she was at her dad on her dad's side of the family so she and so yeah but it was cool it was actually a nice day just eating stuff and that was it it was good and since then, you guys have been out every second of every day. Of I know. I've been to three like parties. That's it. Auntie Shadow's done like twelve. No. Yeah, I, I am over my flipping story feed. I'm like literally. I'm not even posting this. So no, you're not. But every other human black being on the earth who is in Ghana is posting. And yeah. I'm like, I don't even know that I follow these people. Why are they yeah. on my timeline? It's but like everybody. I, mean, is I think like everyone who's in the UK should really just embrace, embrace that we're giving you like yeah. an insight to what yeah. it would be like for the no. eyes of black UK yeah. people. No. In God. Yeah. I just think it's a very unique experience. This is the biggest tourist, tourist I mean, no. no. Rather than. No. no. Don't get me wrong. I love, I love black love, innit? And I love us around each other. And there's nothing like going to your country and you're just surrounded by no one other than people that look like you and think like you. And get, I love that. You see that experience? Love that. However, I don't need to be seeing it on my timeline 25 hours a day. And it's 25 hours a day. Yeah? There's not even 25 hours in a day, but that is what it feels like. Okay? No. A little hatery. I am being hatery. I'm not being a little hatery. I'm being a lot hatery. And additionally, additionally, what's pissing me off is that I don't even have to look at your timeline to see you. I have to look at your story to see you. I've been looking at someone else's stories. Oh, there she is. Oh, there's, there's, there's Emma. Oh, there's this one. It's like you're all. Man, listen, my daughter has been, my been like, because that's that's the age group. She's out there. She's been having super fun. She's the princess. So it's all, good. it's all good, really. It's fine. But it's, it's, it's very much. Go on. 
I was just going to say, I was in the nail shop. I got my nails done today. Yay. And um, really? where, did you go? where did you go? I went to Gigi's um, Beauty that? Bar and love it. Absolutely love it. Just Where's that. that? Absolutely it's, um, I've, I want to say it's in like the airport area because it's not too okay. far from Golden Trinket. It's pretty okay. close to there. I may be wrong, obviously. My Ghanaian geography is not the best. Um, but it's, yeah, it's definitely, it's like five minute drive from there. Um, okay. But yeah, like, it was just really cool. Like, come in, you could get like a drink, a cocktail outside. You sit and wait, it's walking at the moment. Sit and wait, like, the guy, do, you know, done my feet and stuff as well, kind of thing. It was just a very kind of real chilled experience. Although the guy that did my uh, fingers, he did try and propose to me. So that was interesting. Oh. That's navigate. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, you know, when we say later, we'd be like, he's after his red book. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get his yeah. red book. I think he was just trying to keep me entertained. And um, there was this conversation that was happening there where someone was talking about that this this um, Ghana trip for UK girls is basically, <laughs> basically a vocation. Ho so he's oh. seen like so you know, I don't know if you know what happened with like Afro Paradise, not Afro Paradise, Afro Nation, um, Portugal, the first one where like people like um, images were going around of like girls going wild, basically oh. UK going wild. Yeah, so that apparently has been happening um, as well. Oh. <laughs> so. I'm waiting for the stories to come out really and see what actually actually went what down. Actually went down. Mm. But yeah, there's been some uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean I, I, where would we? Where were we when we were at um, Fuego at Sandbox, oh, when, Sandbox like, the DJ, yeah. when the DJ was like, "What happens in Ghana stays in Ghana." I think that's the rule of the holidays, mm. isn't it? When you go on yeah. holiday, whatever happens in that country stays. It does, in the as far as I'm concerned, and that no matter where you go, it's holiday vibes, man. It's cool. Yeah. As as it was being, there's um, tons of people here, right? There's tons. There's tons there's of UK loads. people. And Americans and like other people from the around the diaspora and stuff. It's just, but it is just really, really, really good vibes. Like it's just like I don't know. There's not a really kind of like a situation quite like it. Um, I no. don't think. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it's just yeah. yeah, it, looks yeah amazing. Just, it looks amazing. Definitely does. I'm loving like as you said. It just looks like good vibes. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a brilliant thing to see. Like all people from different nations, because it's not just Ghanaians that are there, which I'm loving. Yeah, it's people yeah, yeah. from all different nations, and um, it just looks like the hub for black people at the moment. Yeah. I love that it is in Ghana. Like, it's on home soil. That's what I'm loving. That's good. No, it's nice. Lovely. It's nice. You're back, love. I'm back in. Okay. I'm Auntie Aiken. I'm here with... <laughs> Again? Okay, Auntie Sarah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking Auntie Nana would just jump in and say Auntie Nana. Auntie Nana. So I didn't know you guys had done all of this part. Yeah. And you just appeared. But yes, we were just recapping our Christmas. How was your Christmas? Um, yeah, it was good. It was good. I had a good one. I was at my mom's. Um, and then yeah, that was pretty much it. My mom's uh at home, New Year's Eve. I went to a rave on New Year's Eve. Oh my god. Yes, I went to uh, Melvin was playing at the country club in in North London, like um, in Trent Park. 
So I went there. Cool. Was it good? Yeah, it was wicked. Like literally stayed until the end, till the lights up. Oh. Like, was, at this moment, like was Shola with you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was because I think I saw on his feed her doing a whole routine with some girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like literally just that one barmaid. The barmaids is like I'm a dancer, and Sharona just did a routine, and she just oh my god. Yeah, we it was one of those nights, like on the dance floor all night long. Oh, Feet were hurting the next day. Oh, like, wicked. So, yeah, I had a good one. That's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this show is going to be not like an unusual show. We're just going to look back about the events of um, 2021 and then discuss what we think, what's, what's going to happen in 2020, what, what, what's going on. So I don't know how you want to start. We can go around the room. Um, I guess, guys, aunties, what's your standout moments of 2021? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll go, I'll go, because I think going back over the year, I had forgotten about the insurrection because it had been a whole year ago. So, yeah, looking at January and thinking, oh, my word, that really happened and Trump didn't get prosecuted Although some people have been prosecuted now, but I really did. I did expect Trump to at least have like some type of trial and none of that took place. I was like, wow, like they really tried to storm the Capitol Hill. Well, they didn't even try. They did. I was going to say they did. People died. This is it. And and I was reading how some people actually committed suicide afterwards as well. Like some police officers. It may not be connected, but within it. Police officers that were actually like attending, it was like four of them have committed suicide within seven months. Oh my god, that's why definitely that's a, that's what's, what's, factor, I would think. But what's the why? Why? It, it was just in an article about it. It was just like, and four what? officers that attended have committed suicide. It was like, think about it though, that's traumatic. You can have, po- no, you can have PTSD. No, I get it's traumatic. It's just interesting that four people actually committed suicide. After mm-hmm. it, well, maybe they knew something and they committed that's, suicide. That's, that's where I'm kind of leading towards. It could be. Could that's be. what I was kind of leading towards. Like, is it what's what's the deal? Because they they face depending unless you're in a line of fire. I mean, they've been in riots. They've been in things. I'm not to say what would trigger someone, but four of them. That's mm. bait, isn't it? Mm. I think so. Yeah. That that was my that was my January highlight, really. <laughs> the insurrection. Yes. Um, and what about your your uncle Trump being banned from social media sites? Oh yeah, yeah. But that wasn't really, you know, a highlight as much as the insurrection was. But I still miss him. Oh god. There's there's nobody else that's like occupied that space since him. So you know, and and Joe Biden is just. I keep on saying Joe Byron now. Like I really that's I love him. <laughs> Joe Byron, <laughs> he's not doing anything. Just, very quiet. What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now? <laughs> What's up, baby? Take me out to dinner. Oh, see how long it took me to learn that. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Trump, well, I think it's just it's the fact that someone actually, for the first time, someone was actually banned from Twitter, someone of that note was banned from social media sites in such a way. And the way they tried to circumvent and go to other platforms, it didn't work. Um, mm. Finally, I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. And he's still banned all now. Yeah. I thought he'd 
Wait, I think I thought he'd sneak his way back. But obviously not. He's, he's not okay. doing a wobbly. Well, so what's next? I guess February we had um, the big, big Gorilla Glue saga, which <laughs> I don't know. Lesser is all I can say. So Tessica Brown, for those of you who don't know, uh, mistakenly picked up a spray can of Gorilla Glue something and sprayed her hair down to gel her hair back instead of the normal Gorilla Gel, which is also a brand. And it was a big thing because her hair was stuck to her head and it called the world by storm, social media by storm. Um, she had to have her hair surgically removed. <laughs> or was it surgically dissolved? Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. It was surgically dissolved. You know, she, she's done all right off of that, though. Yeah. yeah. She's done quite all right. Now. She's doing bits now, isn't it? <laughs> As they say. She's made songs. <laughs> He has. I thought that was, I mean, that he does that. Do you know what I mean? So it was one of those like weird <laughs> things. But it's very interesting. And the fact that she's, she, well, actually, you don't know, but she just came across quite normal, actually. Yeah. So it was just, it, it was, it just, there was too many questions. I just don't even know. There's way too many questions still um, to ask how she got into that predicament in the first place. But good for Gorilla Glue as well. It's really strong, you know? That's really... <laughs> oh, you're going to say something else there. <laughs> it's really strong. <laughs> yeah. right. She's done it again now. She tried to do a video now, but no one believes her this time around. She tried to say that she puts on yeah, her hair. Yeah, hair down. But it's like the hair that came out was like literally from the packet. And but so people don't believe her. She's had another incident. I, I don't believe her. I think I think she was trying again, and it's like give, at least give it a year, chick. Like it's like it's a few months later. Surely you wouldn't be putting dye in your hair anyway. Like that's your scalp is still sensitive. It was just stupid. But she still got like what is it six hundred thousand followers or something? She's got like quite a lot. She's got a blue tick. <laughs> yeah. She's got a blue tick. She's got a blue tick. Imagine. Wow. 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 Imagine. That's, that's, that's a nonsense. We're still waiting for British Blacklist to get a blue tick. Get a blue tick. Which is daily. And they keep saying, they say that, I think that their reasons are you've got to be highly searched. Da, 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 da. Said no, not yet. So what you are then, basically? It's, I tell you, it's that Instagram, man. I'm telling you. I've got to go glue. I've got to glue myself to something. Yeah, yeah. To a doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> or something nonsense. All right, what else is what else, guys? I can't think of anything for um February for anybody else. No, okay, Kim and Kanye. Well, then that was the end of are you like guys not looking at the document? <laughs> um, Kim McCartney announced the divorce, and then we had a discussion on our show, episode 50, for those who want to listen back. And I, I think I was speculating that if she dates a white guy next, how would that affect? Yes. Would that have yes. any influence on society? Anyone Will anyone have to say anything? And it's like all the sisters, apart from which one, now have gone white. Isn't it? No. No. That's not it. I'm asking. I'm asking. No, because you throw things out. As, no. No, I asked. I didn't throw things out. forever dated white people. Yeah. And she's Courtney. now engaged to Travis And Barker. I said all of that. As it, how many sisters now with white guys? Just Courtney and now Kim. What about, is, is what about Kendall? 
Kendall's with a black dude. Well, mixed oh, race. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought she was with a white dude. No, she's with a, a basketball player, some mixed race or light skinned basketball player. Oh, okay. Thank you. Oh. Yeah. So. Kylie is still with Travis, other Travis. Yeah. Other Travis. Question, my God. <laughs> But we did we did speculate that her next exactly. round was going to be white, and that did come to fruition. It did happen, but it's not affecting society. Is it affecting society that she's doing? It's a question. It's interesting. I, 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 I think that black men should be a little bit scared of their pecking order. I really think that their time at the top is coming to an end, and that grungy white dude is going to start being like really like desired. And they're gonna like they they need to step up their game and actually like become really nice, decent human beings because just being able to run up to any old girl and get her, your your days are numbered, mate. The Kardashians are moving on. And if there was as as soon as influential as they have been, then that could set a trend. Like they're they're trendsetters, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. The grungy white dude. (laughs) Honestly, I'd I really don't think they have that much power. I'm sorry. I'm with you, Auntie Sade. I'm 100 standing next to you. Yeah. No, 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 no. Do you not think the question off the chart before? Like, no, not just on that. I'm saying now. I'm talking about just them in like their influence on pop culture. They definitely have influence on pop culture. No, not necessarily about who their people will date. But the thing is, it's it's a falsity though because most black men are with black women it's just not you know what no, I, mean? I don't like, mean just on that though i don't mean just on dating no, i mean no, like, like, she's dating with uh, dating a white guy to say that's going to change how you know black men have um, choose their their partners isn't it's just not no, no it's not, it's not how they choose it's going to be their desirable metrics it's going to shift so where, let's say, in popular culture, in TV shows, on adverts, it's the black man. Now it's so probably going to be grungy. I don't think that's true. I, I think that black men have always yeah. been a fetish or fetishized. Really? Like, I can't say it. So that, it's not going to change because Kim, have decided, Kim has decided to date Pete. I look like I'm on heroin and need to wash myself. David. <laughs> I think, but that's what I think is going to happen. I really don't think that because he is deciding to lay down with a less relationship. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what she's doing. I highly and she's and she's being too bitter towards Kanye in her rebound. I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve it. I just mean it makes me laugh. Like you're trying to act like it's not a rebound, but you keep saying things. It's like you don't need to even tell him nothing, Kim. Just do you get me? But but basically, I'm trying to do that. But then no, but it's funny. It's making it's amusing me because it's like he's with this next chick, and he's try- so she's like, "No, dude." But it makes me laugh. But anyway, I very doubt. I very much doubt that Kim and and Courtney are going to be making de- decisions for the rest of the world as to who they date or who is appealing. You know, black men are not going to be appealing. Bless Courtney, but no one cares who she dates. Really, truly, no, no one cares. cares. I'm gonna stop. Only because she's doing like pda like do you know what i mean like that's the only reason why it's even in the headlines and stuff because people don't even really care about travis huh people don't even really care about travis parker 
Like really? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's, it's just, no one really cares, to be honest. I just don't think she has any sort of influence. I just don't think, Kim, I, I really don't, I just don't think that, I don't think this is going to affect anything to do with black men. Like it's just like ignoring absolutely everything else that like impacts their social standing. Like no, um, sorry, no. The thing is as well, what I will say is, since the Kardashians have ended, I don't think they have so much hold over social... That's that's kind of my coming from, what's their... Yeah, that's where it's like, what's their social power anymore? Because they did have a moment where what they did did shift culture at that point, but do they still matter? Are they as powerful as they were before when they first hit the streets? No, they're not. They're not. They can't be. They've peaked. Yeah, they've peaked. They've, they've peaked now. Do you know what I mean? It'll be interesting. I think, like, it's gonna take a little while for them to come out of like every single day. Do you know what I mean? But they're definitely not as mentioned as much as they were before, for sure. Do you know across the board? But I think it's more gonna be about what happens with their children. That's gonna be the next kind of thing. But you still need to give it like five to seven years before that becomes like whatever the new mainstream is gonna be. Do you know what I mean? And then that's if something someone else is gonna come along that people or young people are gonna become obsessed with. Like we just don't really know that's- who it is. They're probably gonna be they're probably here already, but mm-hmm. we haven't, do you know what I mean? The 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 hysteria hasn't started yet. Do you know what I mean? Or the, the media hysteria hasn't started with whoever that person is or people. That's what I was gonna ask next. Who do you think would be the next Kardashians? But if that's if that's what you're saying, we haven't we don't know them yet. I don't know. I, I mean from who's out there who uh, it's hard to say, man. Um <laughs> so I'm getting distracted by comments. <laughs> Yes, I, can't, I can't think of anybody, but I don't. As you guys were talking, I was thinking, yeah, yeah that's these guys we had was Hilton, like Paris Hilton was the yeah. the it girl that was yeah. everywhere for a time, yeah. and then Kim kind of came. So there probably is somebody. I feel like it may be um, a rapper. Well, you know what? It might actually be. It might, it might be people who are actually black, you know? It might be like Chloe and Haley now. Do you know what I mean? Because even before Paris Hilton, it was the Osbournes, right? So the Osbournes yeah, were like yeah. huge, do you know what I mean? Yeah, session was with the it was Paris, yeah. you know what I mean? And Nicole, um, and yeah. then the Kardashians, do you know what I mean? So like, it's like, who is in that spe- Who is in that kind of almost like, giving all my life to reality? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who is in yeah. that? Maybe it is like, Loving hip hop yeah. stars or something like that. Do you know what I mean? You might not be wrong um, there. I don't know at all. Or something. Let's get the comments. Yeah. I don't know who's in comments. I'm definitely not doing all of these comments. I'm not going to lie because um, <laughs> there's a lot. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, Yappa, is that you said that? Yappa? Web says, yes, Courtney is with the drama from 182. And thank you for your contributions, by the way. Um, Ronald says, happy new year. Happy new year, Ronald. Happy new year, year everybody. Um, and also says, what does a, a, a family of white women, um, what does, who a family of white women date have to do with black culture? It might be exactly. Um, Nee says, I was today years old when I found out Lamar Odom left to Haji B. Henson for, oh. Oh, come on. Don't say that. Do not say that. I'm going to just make an edit there. Um, 
that family needs a health warning. Also, Lamar is just as tall. Uh, it ju it's just a tall, lanky fool. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, yeah. he's toxic, isn't he, really? He is a toxic guy. So, can we just talk okay. about that situation real quick before we jump yeah. to the next thing? Um, just because it's just a bit relevant. So, um, so how did this even start? So, this clip of Lamar, I even imagine they probably dropped it themselves. But this clip of Lamar came out, um, him talking about how he left Tahaji um, to be with Khloe Kardashian. Which it was an interview, wasn't it? He was yeah. being interviewed and he mentioned it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew this at the time. It wasn't news to yeah. me. Um, but Even the clip is old. Say again? Even the clip is old. It's not yeah, a new exactly. thing. Yeah. So, but then also this is kind of like, he's also kind of made a comment um, about Chloe's current situation because uh, she's with Tristan Thompson, um, who's a baby father, and he has just been found out um, through paternity tests that he has fathered another child um, outside of their relationship. Um, and uh, he's written an apology. <laughs> so it's not, <laughs> actually not funny. That's not funny. The, I think the apology seemed like it was written for Chloe. I don't know. And then Lamar just decided to just insert himself and just say, yeah, she's such a good person. Sorry, this is happening to you. Which is really giving X, leave X in 2021 vibes. Like, please, like, just go away, Lamar. Leave her alone. Yeah. But um, he does but that, though. He he yeah. checks in. Like, that's not the first time. When she was with that um, James Harden, I want to say, he mm. chipped in then as the basketball player. He chipped in yeah. then. It's like he's all constantly chipping in, like, girl don't want you in it. Like, <laughs> you you went off and had a whole new fiance. Stop chipping in. She's not chipping in with your shit. Stop chipping in. And even if it does sound kind of nice, because at the end of that comment, he was like, um, I hope that we can be friends again one day. <laughs> it's just like, no. You'll really be friends right now, innit? <laughs> it's giving future vibes. It's giving yeah. <laughs> toxic. <laughs> Yeah. Real toxic, go away, please leave me alone forever, please. Just quickly, <laughs> speaking about future vibes, so Kanye mm. West was spotted with future, I think, oh, like last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, they said, and they said that future is now schooling Kanye about how yeah. to leave them girls oh, to the streets. <laughs> like, you hit and quit. There's like so many memes out right now where he's like, yeah, future told Kanye what to do. <laughs> But Kanye has been hitting the clubs since he started hanging out. He has a New Year's Eve party or New Year's, yeah, right? Yeah. And he's spoken yeah. with two, two ladies. Young, proper young things, like 20 yeah, year olds. He's like young, isn't it? As well. So, like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Where did he go? So, he was, he flew, flew out somewhere as well. Like, he was, oh, shit, I can't remember where he was mm. now. He went to two like popping places where there's a lot of lot of young people that frequent these mm. spots. Can't remember where it was now, but he, I was like, okay, Kanye, you're really trying to do to do. But he is smiling more. This is the thing. It's very this is weird. The thing. He's you very know? very weird. He is smiling more. <laughs> and people were passing him because he bought a house opposite Kim. No, Kanye. Yes. 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 Really? Yes. Really? Yes. 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 That's stalking, uh, like, that's 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 that
You just put that argument there. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't, it's got nothing, it doesn't matter if it's to do with him or the children. Opposite. Okay. Bro, opposite. Opposite. No. What you're doing is madness. No, 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 no. You want your kids to see them. When they come out of the house, they want to see mad girls coming out of the house. No, but I don't think he's doing the, doing that in that house. He remember man's got yards. I think what we need he's got boundaries and balances, isn't that? He's not a balance. All we don't know is that there's a conversation with Kim. He was like, they had a call like, yeah, do you know what? That's fine. Because we don't know. All we've got is the fact is the information for house opposite. And until we have the until Kim says no, it's fine. We had a conversation. That's stalker vibes. No one wants their ex living across them. The kids, they've got money, book who loads of cash. The kids don't like even if it's down the street or around the corner, opposite, bro. Too much. No, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I trust Kanye too much. Yeah, you really do. I'm a Kanye fan, but I was like, that is actually very intimidating. That you're gonna have all of your cameras set up protecting your house. You know that there's gonna be some face in mind. That's stalking, and it's just it's it's what wealthy people can do. He can do that, isn't it? He doesn't even have to be in the house, but he's gonna have something in the house. That's watching your. The thing house. is, though, yeah. he can stalk her from twenty miles away. So, like, yeah, but it's more intimidating than right across the road. I know what you mean, and yeah, yeah. and I listen. I hear you, but I have to admit, when I first heard it, I was like, "Who cares?" But I hear you. I do hear you. I like, want. I, I really this, want. Isn't there no, a film no. where someone does that? There's probably loads of thrillers and horrors. And, and yeah, yeah. definitely in the thriller I category. Admit, I was like, so what? Isn't that you? Job? Isn't that the premise of you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, you love that. that. <laughs> yeah, and and for me, there's just like, you can't not just consider the children. You have to consider her too. If he's yeah. being kind to her too, is that what she wants? Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not, you can't just ignore her now. No, it's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not at all. All right, let's go into March. Anyone else want to take, take March? No, go on, give us March. Oh my God. Okay. Um, Sharon Osborne, that was, do you know, I totally forgot about that. And um, Sharon Osborne leaves the talk show, The Talk, as supported Pierce Brosnan's racist outbursts about Meghan and Harry. And then on the show, she did very peak Karen, acting like she didn't know what racism was and she had a hissy fit. And that was um, a bit of a big, big social media conversation. I haven't heard from Karen, um, Karen um, Sharon for a little while still. I know, she kind of disappeared, didn't it, afterwards? Like she went quiet. She I think she needed to chill, sit down somewhere and, you know, like um, collect her thoughts and her support of peers. But you see how it weren't like peers went out on the limb for her though. Like, see how it exactly. never goes both ways. Like, it's not like he's bringing her in or he's he's like making her topics of conversation. He just kind of like took 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 the the kudos from her and ran and is doing his own thing. Stormed off set, and I was on the back of all the noise about Mar- Harry and Harry and Meghan, who ended up on Oprah's couch in March, also talking yes. about their situation and the firm and the establishment, and that spawned lots of memes, lots of conversation, and. Lots of criticism as the couple have got over the years, culminating in this conversation. Um, yeah, it's it's not really stopped for them. I was I was really glad that Megan won the case though. 
against yeah. the um, Daily Mail. Yeah, the Mail. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think she was going to win that. So I was actually like, okay, no, that's really cool. And even <laughs> though the commentary was terrible. was just jokes. Like, it was terrible. It was, just, it was like, what is, what is the point of that? They put it on the bottom, very, very small, in front of lots of other shit. Um, yeah. And then we had Derek Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> The, the love guru, the black love guru, who was caught cheating, and um, his Stepford wife who forgave him with with Christianity and gospel lyrics. Um, again, we haven't heard from them either. No, he was. What did he do recently? Have you done yeah, something? He's still, out there. Um? he's still he's still out there chatting. Like he's literally yeah. like still being, you know. This man ain't shit. Da, da, da. He's still doing and the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still sitting in his car. <laughs> like, yeah. away. I, mean, what I think I can't stand. Like, your people are actually still following this guy. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm buying his books. Not too long ago, he had a bundle deal, five books for like a fiver. <laughs> <type thing. laughs> Trying to get rid of them. <laughs> I mean, that's how much people value his conversation, his advice. <laughs> you know, like in um, <laughs> you know, like in Family Guy. I don't know if you've seen Family Guy where Brian has all his books and he needs to get rid of them. <laughs> I could just imagine Derek just sitting there with all his books. How am I going to get rid of these now? <laughs> Basically, they were like it was a video. It was all over his living room, and he had them in the piles, and he was like, "So oh, you know, wow." percent has gone and there's like 40 percent left so oh, wow get that it was like a cell like I, I was watching it in pure amusement like this is flipping hilarious but he's gonna sell all of them that's just so sparkling to me and how's his wife doing is she talking still she's doing her gospel kind of she's uh, a proper yeah. avenger but she's kind of stopped but okay. she went in like you know that, that new like that born again christian yeah, confusion that they get like she was on that like the, the blood of Jesus, Christ fire and all of that stuff. But she worries yeah, she's me. That. She worries me. Give her a year, she she'll be like, no, Christianity is wrong, and she'll be all <laughs> new age. <laughs> selling if, he, if, he allow allow her, if he will allow <laughs> her, if he will allow her, she's getting out. She's She wants to be there. Yeah. She, she, yeah, I think I don't know. I'm I'm confused. I still don't know who's trying to get out. Is he trying to get out? She trying to get out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What is what is the covenant between them? Like, what is this? We lot can be free of each other. It's not by force. <laughs> yeah, for some reason they're committed to the force. They're committed to forcing it. It's weird. Hmm. And he's proven that you can he can fuck up, so he could easily divorce her, and just move on, because people still support him no matter what he does. And she could probably yeah. get a, you know, a following of Christian bonnet wearers, and she should do a bonnet line and all that type of stuff. She, she could have done that. She absolutely could. Uh, I have I have a quick one from maybe not be quick, but from April. Uh, I was like really thinking over Noel Clark not too long ago, just all of what happened with him. I think it was a, a conversation about people being cancelled actually that made me think of him. But at the same time, I was like, with all of what he's lost. And there doesn't seem to have been a prosecution. What do you guys think about that? Should is it okay to just cancel somebody through people saying this happened to them 
without actually any type of police investigation when it's something as serious as sexual harassment and bullying and groping like should he really be facing some type of charges I don't know, but it has, have they said that he's not going to? I don't know any, there's been no other information. You know, sometimes these things take a while to investigate and then there'll be an announcement about ABC, either charges dropped or charges brought to him. I, don't, I actually don't know what's happening with him at the moment. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I think that's a problem because if it's like trial by media is in one article and he lost everything. Everything. Is it okay that there isn't a, a follow up to what happened to him? Is, is or is it ongoing? That's but, the I couldn't find anything online to suggest that he was being prosecuted. But he could be investigated. And I don't know if he has necessarily lost everything. Do you know what I mean? Because there's still going to be, you know, he owns the rights to certain things and whatever kind of thing. So he's still going to reap the benefits of that no matter what. Whether it maybe it's not in this country, but certainly with like syndication and what, all that kind of stuff, he's definitely earning money from something somewhere in the world for sure. Do you know what I mean? But I just don't think you, you can't control the court public opinion. You just can't control that. You know, it's it, it might not be seem fair. It probably depends, you know, if it's happened to you or it's happened to someone that you know. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like what your thoughts are on it, but you just like it's just one thing that you can't do. All I suggest is don't do shady shit. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like just don't do shady shit. Don't do shit that looks like it could be potentially shady. Yeah. Don't say shady things. Like do you know what I mean? Like the things that he's been accused of are mad. <laughs> They're mad. Yeah. They're actually mad. You know, it's not like it's it's not light touch. It just isn't. You know. So I think you just need to. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not necessarily right, but if you keep your nose clean, it's highly, it's, it's not saying that it couldn't happen, but it's more unlikely to happen. Yeah, I think as well, like when the source is not just one person, it's multiple people at different times who, do, who don't know each other and they're singing from the same song sheet. I'm like, that's fucking dodgy. You have to be put on pause at least until that's investigated. Yeah. Um, what else happened in April? Okay, April. Um, then that was the other thing. Sea spiracy. And remember, oh. we had we were all very triggered after watching Sea spiracy. We all, I'm sure, all of us said that we were not going to eat fish, or we were going to only be eating ethically sourced fish if that was even a possibility. Also, the oceans are shit, so I don't know if we could do that. But who did not carry on eating fish? Oh, I definitely had fish fingers after a while. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think, you know what? I think, I'm trying to think if I, no, I have, I actually have, but recently, actually, do you know what I mean? But for a long time, I didn't. And I'm very conscious of not to eat fish. And also I'm very conscious of anything that suggests that plastic shores are the fucking reason why the seas are in trouble. No, they're not. The one thing I've definitely learned from, no, two things I learned from sea spiracy is that fishing nets are the fucking worst for the sea all round. And Scottish salmon is not, you don't want to eat that shit. It's not Scottish salmon. (laughs) 
yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. When I watched it, I was like, yeah, man, I don't know if I could eat fish, but fish takes up, fish makes up like 90% of my diet. Yeah, I don't eat really. So like for me not to eat fish, I, I think I didn't stop eating it. What I did was I was very conscious of while I was eating it. <laughs> like I was like, man, maybe I shouldn't eat this salmon. But my salmon tastes so good. Like, you know, and because the thing is as well, it's like you said, the ethically sourced thing. We learned from Sea Spiracy that the ethically sourced thing is just a stamp. It's yeah. a stamp that they put on. It's not even real. So there's mm -hmm. nothing that I can do about it. But yes, Auntie Shada, you're absolutely right. Don't no one tell me nothing about no straws because it's not the straws or even the plastic bottles it's that are causing them. the damage. It's the fishing industry and their fucking nets. That's yeah. what's causing the majority of the damage. And then also about the um, the pirates. Why are they doing that? It's because people have invaded their seeds and stuff like that. Exactly. Like it's so It's so deep. Those are the things that it really highlighted to me. And I, I don't know if I'm like, I'm personally in a position to stop it, but it just also made me realize once again, the government do what the government want to do. And they've got their yeah. finger in every single pie. And there are people making money that we don't even know about. And, you know, and then they make us feel guilty for living our little lives and buying our little packet of salmon. Yeah. It's really them who are fucking up. Yeah. This is it, isn't it? We just want to be able to eat fish if we want to eat fish and just know that it's being caught by a fisherman and not just some big net trolling through the sea no. and taking everything. It's actually a disgusting practice. I mm. I may have lasted about six weeks and yeah. then I started eating fish again. I don't think I've had fish fingers though, but because of, it wasn't just that, it was the other thing that we discussed maybe last year or the year before about how they make fish fingers and yeah. like oh, yeah. eating cod that is like five years apart from each other. Uh, yeah. So, no, I did change the brand. <laughs> you changed your brand of fish fingers. I went to give, in my mind, a bougier version of fish fingers. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, what is it? Where you and I now you're buying bird's eye. No, no, I was never buying no, that. No, bird's eye are culprits of this. No, I know, but I like, was always saying. I was always buying bird's eye until I elevated to like a thicker, bigger Waitrose version. <laughs> I mean, Waitrose, the same. Just, that's the Waitrose same. is the same. Obviously, they're all the same. Yes, they're all the same. It's all you the look same. On the packet, it, it comes from the same place. The same place. It's it's like like in You're right, actually. I, I, I haven't eaten fish fingers since. I. 100% yeah. I that. I really tried to stop, but I think there was, uh, I've eaten much less, but yeah, in my mind, like, okay, they're retros and they're, they must be partially sourced. They must like go to special fish schools and stuff like I'm that. Trying to think. I'm trying to think, I had fish recently was here. I had sushi. Yeah, fish here. I think that like, maybe because it's going in, it's better. I don't know. From the from no, like, I'm with you. I'm with you. Back home, because you know, like they're going out every day and they're catching yeah, it. Yeah. It feels mm. different. Definitely yeah. feels like I definitely eat a lot more fish. Even when we went to Santorini, yeah, I, yeah. Feel, I feel better where I know they're actually going out and they're fishing and they're bringing it back and mm. we're getting yeah. it fresh. Rather yeah. than when we buy it over here, and you don't know how long it's been in the freezer. Yeah, but yeah, where they go from for years, for years. It's like nobody's fishing around here and and selling it to fishmongers. 
it's all coming in from overseas and stuff and yeah it's shit but it didn't stop me eating fish which is a shame really I mean, no, it's it's been so me. I can't lie, it changed my mind yeah. about a lot of things. It really yeah. did. I think it's um yeah. that thing, you know, you know, like what drug dealers say, like if I don't sell it, someone else will. So what? <laughs> 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 right. Sell it though. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, yeah. still eating fish out there. Why am I going to deprive myself from fish? Like, <laughs> Wait, the thing is, like, do you want me to eat fish or do you want me to eat chicken? Because chicken's an issue as well. Like, and I eat both, but yeah, you know, I don't eat that fish. much chicken. Fish is, um, as I said, ninety percent my diet. Uh, um, there's issues with both. Everything. To be honest, everything. Even if everything. vegetables. Even, Even if you just eat plants, there's fucking yeah. issues. Yeah, it's true. You can't yeah. really win. No, you can't. I, I had, I had it both ways. I mean, it doesn't quite make sense, but it does in my mind. So my segues, one of you said um, the drug dealer thing, um, and then it made me think of Tony Sewell and the race report and all what? of our... <laughs> that was a segue. <laughs> That's such a lie, but yes, it's a good one. That's right. <laughs> That's not a segue, you just changed the subject. <laughs> drug dealer, Tony Saw, he used to talk about book boys being drug dealers. Okay, and, uh, okay, we're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Um I guess my questions really are did that race report do absolutely anything to anything? And what a what a waste of time that was. What are you are you going to cause? All of these months. Yeah, on, no, it didn't. It didn't do anything. anything. I think one of you should call your uncle's Tony and ask him what's what a difference it makes and how people. Can you imagine if we had Tony on? That would be brilliant. No, no, no. Can you stop? Can your list of terrible guests keep <laughs> Tony would get buried, and it would just be a problem, wouldn't it? It'd just get buried. I'm gonna chat to you. <laughs> I, I would evil. like to ask why. I would like to know, like, what did you get out of this report? You little se you sell out, to honest. <laughs> you think he doesn't know he's a sellout? This is the thing. Like, I mean, <laughs> when he puts on his trousers, the label says sellout. <laughs> <laughs> he be knowing. He be knowing. I got all the fun. But to be fair, all the people and what? Who is it that got like who Maggie Alder and Pocock who got um. She supported it and she got defensive. All the people that went out on a limb for this report, where are they now? What are they saying now? Mm. But also, you know, like um, after they did the report, uh, is it the McPherson report? When um, Stephen Lawrence died and he did a report into the Metropolitan Police and people still quote his report to this day. Like it was quite a fundamental shift in how people would talk. It's like you don't hear anybody talking about the race report. Like no. in the race report, they they said it's like it just went nowhere. Like you you spent probably I'm sure it was a couple of million because they never it's never cheap to produce these reports. But don't you think that's what they wanted it to do to go nowhere? Yeah, because yeah. it said nothing, so it's gone yeah. nowhere. <laughs> this is it. They got the black porn, they got the black and brown pawns to play ball, and then just wasted everyone's time with it. In a pandemic, they were spending money on this shit, mm -hmm. like along with all of the other corruption. It's a cover for their cheese and wine. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what it was to cover for. <laughs> yeah. That that was that was my segu. <laughs> and just acknowledge them. Um, DMX passed in April, man. Yes. Hip hop legend. There were so many deaths, isn't it? It's like 2021 had a lot of people passing. Yeah. But his one was was very shocking as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it'd be really growling really. forever for a long while still, even with his all his troubles. He was like a bounce back kid. But yes, yeah. what about May? Okay, May. May, 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 May. Well, in May, we had a new COVID variant, didn't we? <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, because it's not funny. It's just that we've always got a new, it seems like we've always got a new variant. But in May, it was Delta, and that was quite serious, actually. Um, I remember it was called the Indian variant when it first yeah, came Oh, my God, yes! <laughs> I forgot! Yeah. Why are they always doing that? It was it was the Indian variant until the, the it was like an Indian minister was like take take Indian out of this like we yeah. just we just alerted the world to this at first but and why did they do that the Indian variant because of the so first so, okay so it's been Chinese right yeah and then it's been Indian and then it's been South African okay yeah. then all right all right then yeah yeah exactly exactly <laughs> yeah so the Delta. The Delta variant that all of a sudden seems to have disappeared from everywhere. I was watching a scientist. <laughs> it I has say scientist. Exactly. Oh, that's the thing. It's disappeared. Where's who gets Delta anymore? No one, mm. in it. No, he said ninety percent of cases now are Omicron because the Omicron somehow has some type of superpowers. He didn't use those yeah. words. I'm using it that um, it takes over what the Delta variant would be. And so in effect, the Omicron variant is like better for us because it has less severe symptoms than the Delta variant. So because we have the Omicron variant, now the Delta variant is gonna disappear because the Omicron variant is like a protectant against that as well. So then Delta- The Omicron protects you against the Delta? Yes. But the Delta's gone, though. And the Omicron is very... 90% now. So 90% of people that are getting COVID are now getting Omicron. So then in months to come, Delta will totally disappear and it will just be Omicron until, you know, Megatron comes along. (laughs) Well, maybe we've got Megatron now. Because I know someone that's got COVID for the third time. And they are not only double vaccinated, but they are also boosted. And they don't have Omicron. Vaccination doesn't stop you getting it. No, no, I know, I know. But it's just like saying like that. I'm always saying it doesn't stop you getting it. The reason why I'm always saying it doesn't stop you getting it is because there are a lot of people out there that blame unvaccinated people for getting it. That's why I'm. That's why I'm always saying, being vaccinated is to protect you against hospitalisation and from the possibilities of being seriously ill. That's what being vaccinated is. But there are the rhetoric out there is that it stops you. And when I say rhetoric, that's like if you speak to the general public when they're like, oh, you know, you're you're putting my life in danger because you're not vaccinated, but you're vaccinated, blood, aren't you? So how am I putting your life in anyway? Hoo ha. My point is that. It's just out there, and it will be the next thing. Megatron, definitely. That's probably what's out now. Actually, like 
What's his, it what's takes his... a while. It'll be probably like April again. There'll be another one that will come along. I think it's just April. flu now. It's just I I think so too. I mean, what has happened to common flu? Where has the flu gone? The flu is still there, but it's just still away. It's not sexy I, enough. I think <laughs> you're absolutely right, Auntie Sade. I think it is just flu now. Because the thing that you've got to remember, people do die from flu as well. People do yeah. get seriously ill from flu. And I don't know if these lateral flow tests can distinguish the, the different COVID between flu and Omicron. Because okay. when I don't you know that's from flu, when they would have like the flu shot drives, because remember by now, most people, young people and older people would be getting their flu shots. They didn't do that drive and there hasn't been any more deaths from flu, normal flu. So it's like, so then when you were giving everybody shots for the normal flu, actually, could that have just been giving people flu that they were dying from because you were putting the shots out there? Because where has the flu gone? People, lots of people should be ill with various things at this moment. There should be Omicron, cold, flu, like, and there should be a flu shot drive as well. But that's I guess but I guess there have been people, to be fair, who have been ill and not tested positive when they've been lateral flowing and they've just had a cold. So those people, I guess, are the ones that had flu. But, but the then, but then also, sorry, so go on, no, I was just going to say, like, with me, I tested lateral flow and I didn't, It was they were all negative. I did my PCR test and that was positive. So I just don't fucking know really, innit? Yeah, we never know. It just, I just think, I just hope, I really hope it's on the way out and it's diluting into Megatron or Minitron. Minitron would be good. <laughs> or something and just get rid, get gone. To be honest, like get gonatron <laughs> would yeah. be better. I don't think it's going anywhere. To be honest, I just think it's just that we're just gonna have to cope with it, really and truly. Yeah. And then it doesn't sound like nice or anything, but I just think like it's it's just a part of our lives now, really. To be honest, like things like washing your hands, people should be doing anyway. Like yeah. wearing a mask is practiced in in lots of parts of the world anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just. You know, it's just we just need to get to a stage where people aren't having a moral panic every single time there's a new variant because that doesn't happen when there's flu. What well, I will say is that these guidelines and everything is usually based on if the NHS can cope, that's what it is. Whether we've that's locked down with those restrictions, all those kind of things, that's what it's based on. So it's just, you know, the fundamental thing here really and truly is improve the NHS. That's what they yeah. need to do. They need to put more money in. They need to pay people properly and they need to make sure that if people get sick that we we can cope at the moment that's what it is it's like they want they want us to cope on this you know really difficult situation when the nhs is on its in, on its bare bones man it's on its bare legs so like it's that's not fair i don't think for this government to do to us at all no i i hear you i i, I would predict like for by the end of this year I do think it is just going to be like standard flu. Like we will, it will just get to like endemic stage and it's going to be yeah. kind of got to live with it. When you get ill, this is what you do and we'll move on. But I think that there's, there's still going to be a lot of hurt between people that have like had battles in person and online 
arguing with people on their status of vaccinated or not. And that really, I put down to a lot of the politicians and also just like people doing the government's bidding on things and really like taking to task on what is a personal choice. And this probably will move on and people are going to move, their status is going to change from being boosted or not boosted. And it's like, actually, I I don't think it's fair in how the unvaccinated have been treated. And it's more eye-opening to when people talk about, actually, when they come for you, it's like, it's your neighbours that will sell you down the river. It actually is like, yeah, I can see, I, I see how humans are really susceptible to turning on each other and following rules. And when you stay outside of those rules, you become ostracised and people will invoke that ostracization on you as well. It's not even just from officials. Yeah, it, I, I back you up there. It's, it's very interesting just listening to people talk. You know, some people are very much like the idiots who aren't vaccinated. And then you also have people who say the idiots who are vaccinated. And I think no one's an idiot. It's personal choice. Just picked just picked what you wanted to do with your body. Yeah, definitely. Um. So, like, in May and June, we had... Was it May? No, no, I'm jumping. May and July, we had sport, black sportswomen really challenged by mostly white men for take, protecting themselves and their mental health. With Nomi Osaka, she withdrew from the French Open. You had um, Simone Biles, who withdrew from the Olympics um, midway because she was suffering from... What was she, is it called? Something where she felt vertigo. They had, she had a name for it. And she just... And then, again, she was criticised for withdrawing I don't know people like saying they was she was scared to lose and stuff like that so she withdrew Pierce Brosnan went on a rant against oh. Naomi Osaka Brosnan. Then, Brosnan Morgan and then we had Shikari, Shikari Richardson a little bit different because she got caught well you know she tested positive for marijuana after she won people's hearts winning like in the trials and her story and then she had weed in her system and was withdrawn from the American team. But it, all, like, it was just a, a time, in a moment in during summer when black prominent sportswomen were really coming under fire. So, um, and it's quite a bit of a legacy of black women being under fire when the minute they step a little foot wrong, Meghan Markle as well, all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was something that stood out to me. No, definitely. I, I read, I'm, I hope Naomi, like just comes back bigger and badder this year and just wins all of the tournaments. Like I really yeah. want her to just bad it up. But at the same time, I mean, it's not like Serena, she hasn't retired, has she? She's still competing. Serena so Williams. Yeah. yeah, Serena. Yeah, either one of them, I just want them to just be dominating. If, if, if it's going to be like number one, number two, and they go like that up and down all the time, that would be great. I would just love that tennis is being dominated by black women, the same as gymnastics. And just that, just that space, just sporting and the men as well. Just when you get the podiums and it's just full of black people, it's like you see why you have Lewis Hamilton being, rules being changed and and just being held back. Because when you look back on the, on the sporting year, it is like it's being dominated by black people. And so there's spaces where you can't keep us from now. It's like the world has changed. You can't, nobody's, afraid to go there because we're just going to be everywhere i love to see it so I, I i wish her all the best i hope she comes back same 
next, 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 next. Hang on, let me, let me see, let me see. Where are we at? Are we on May? I jumped a bit, but yeah, we're on May or June. Okay, so Sadiq Khan, what are you guys' thoughts on Sadiq Khan? So he won his second term in May. So, you know, he's, he's, we've had him for like 18 months now, solidly. Do you think Sadiq Khan, our London mayor, is doing a good job, bad job, shit job? Well, he's better than the prospect of Sean Bailey. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bailey's got to go. I'm happy. I'm happy Sean didn't get it. I mean, I'm okay with Sadiq at the moment. I can't lie. Like, he doesn't bother me too, too much. Um, I like the fact that in the news, that I think today, yesterday, he's trying to decriminalise, um, like, Class B drugs and stuff. Mm. Not that I'm even, you know, a fully advocate for drugs, but definitely for choice. Do you know what I mean? Especially in a responsible way and also to get it, to decriminalise it in a way so that hopefully will have a knock-on effect and help very vulnerable communities anyway do you know what i mean um so yeah i think i think he's doing okay like i don't really have much negative things to say about him at the moment really um yeah all right farah as a driver yeah usually comes under fire for is like all of the stuff that he's done to drivers what do you think yeah but but he's getting rid of of the um congestion charge uh up to the, like up to 10 o'clock so that's going back it's reverting back i can't remember when exactly but it was announced like maybe last week or so that it's reverting back to what it was before which is brilliant because i mean i'm not someone who likes to drive anywhere near the anywhere near the congestion zone anyway because i'm like why i'm not paying that shit fuck that shit but like i've got family that live within the congestion zone or on the outskirts of it and have to drive through it and it's deep for them it's very very expensive like you know and if you get a fine because you don't put in the right registration or something like that that's a lot as well so i was it was interesting when he said that um they weren't going to put up the cost for the tickets for london transport but at the same time we remember we were like well what's he going to do where's the money going to come from and then I think a few weeks later, it transpired that he was doing this congestion charge thing. I feel like that was kind of like in the same sort of way. It, it, yeah. I feel like they happened not too far off each other. But um, he doesn't bother me. He doesn't offend me, like Auntie Sade said. He's better than the alternative. He doesn't offend me. I feel like he kind of gets it sometimes because he is of a minority. So I feel like he gets it a little bit. Um, yeah, he's done. He's done some good things. He agrees with you know changing the names of certain things, or you know at least representing London as or, or yeah London as what it actually is, rather than what it's perceived to be by certain other members of Parliament. He doesn't offend me, but at the same time, he's a politician. He's not going to do everything that he needs to do, is he? Mm. I find him. Uh, what's the word? Uh, disappointing actually, his two terms. So when um, Ken Livingston was mayor, he, he particularly had a focus on Black Britain and he, he put in a lot of money into Black arts. He funded lots of different Black charities that like he helped build up a kind of Black arts community 
where you could get money from London Mayor. And Boris stripped it back a little bit, but he didn't go all the way. And which is usually what happens as soon as they do get a brown or black figure into a space, it's like it goes all the way. And so um, Africa in the Square, that was removed. That was all under Sadiq Khan. There was um, there was a culture festival that would take place in the South Bank that was removed under under Sadiq Khan. And it's just there isn't really those big black British celebrations that take place in London that was funded by the London mayor's office as soon as he came in into the office. And it just feels like this is this is what they do. It wasn't like Sean Bailey was saying he was going to restore it. He didn't even discuss it, but I wouldn't expect that from him either. But it's just very telling that whenever there is a, a black or brown person that comes in, it seems to be black people that suffer when they come into power. And yeah, that, that thing doesn't it doesn't escape me that these are visually and our arts seems to get removed very quickly. I am... Um... I didn't think about the, the mayor. I, I hear what you're saying. Um, I'm, I don't pay them. I, it's like I don't really believe the power that they have. They have to go through government, right? So they're just a, they're just. Well, a, they have a budget. He actually does have. He, has he can allocate, allocate stuff. You know. I mean, I, I think if they were because if he was a strong advocate for this, that, and the other, they'd, it it could get shut down essentially by the people at the top. Well, like, the Diwali festival didn't get shut down, so it would be Africa in the square yeah. on the Saturday. And Duvali yeah, yeah. Festival of Lights was on the Sunday. Yeah. Africa in the Square was removed. Duvali Festival of Lights still carried on. Yeah, so power, it's interesting power. that you mentioned Ken Livingstone because there were some particular, um, let's say, uh, campaigns, activities and stuff under his reign. And that, if I'm not mistaken, was 100% like just deeply abused by actual black people took the piss. I'm pretty sure this is how, what's his name? Jasper, Lee Jasper lost his position. There was someone else. There was like a ton of people that lost their position. The accounting scandal of black events. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm sorry. I just can't, I can't, I hear what you're saying, but that is a bad example. But isn't isn't that the same thing? Okay, so... No, it's not because you're saying black events. No, no, the black events are not black. He's not supported, and Ken Livingston did. And Ken Livingston, I'm sorry, he he was. I've met him personally. He was a horrible person. Do you know what I mean? He's not there for the people at all. Everything was just passed for it to be exploited, and then when it was, everyone who's black lost their jobs. You're almost like backing up my point. So if you're going to do proper accounting when it comes to black events, but look at all of the people that have made money just in this last year that have cronies in the government that haven't actually delivered programs that they were supposed to do. They haven't delivered PPE that they were supposed to, but nobody is being prosecuted for it. You have literally minutes of meetings where it was decided to give 500 million to a company and you can't find the minute you can't find the minutes but nobody's nobody's losing a job nobody's being prosecuted but when it's accounting with a black firm it seems to be deemed as this is really important and it's never going to be 500 million i remember lee jasper losing his job it was over a hundred thousand that wasn't properly accounted for 
a hundred thousand to five hundred million is very different. Like but is you Khan responsible for five hundred million? No, 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 it's the government. That's the okay. government. So they can't think it's money to black people. In general, like Sadiq Khan was, he he didn't fund any black projects in within his term as mayor, and he culled what was already there as well. But I'm saying when it comes to when money is being given out to black people, the accounting seems to be really, really important, and it's not the same when it's going to white organisations. And that's the thing of, like, again, it's, it, it's in the ether. It's like we're always under supreme scrutiny but everybody else can be chopping from the pot. It's like, yeah, politics is is scummy, but on the end of it, when you don't have any black events, especially in the arts, that's lots of black people that aren't selling places. That removes from the normal, the normal folk like me that would be making grands at Africa in the Square. We don't have that space to sell at. It's, it's those things. And it's like, actually, for an Asian man, to be the face of I'm removing you guys' arts projects, I think that's very deliberate. But that's why I feel like they've puppets for the because wasn't it Michael Gove that was trying to cull the arts and when he was trying to edge his way into the seat and power? So they just use different faces to channel their um, their means or to channel their uh, propaganda, their agendas. So that's why the mayors usually are it's what's going on in the government that's what they get to flex their muscles a little bit. That's why I don't, I'm just like. I don't have they, do, they do have money. They can. Well, they do have money, but they, 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 they don't do have to answer. Money. They have to answer to how they allocate it, though, as well. They can't just spend the money how they want, can they? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So it's just like, who's Sadiq answering to when he was culling those arts things? And who? And obviously, the um, Asian, we talked about the South Asian community having a stronger, stronger political hold in the UK than black community, as it were. Do you know what I mean? They've got. So it would be in their best government interest to keep the Diwali festival rather than the African square. Yeah, yeah. It's still fuckeries. No, absolutely, absolutely. But that's what I'm like, damn if you do. Who else, who, what other mayor is, like, which mayor really has had the community, forget race, just generally has fought for the betterment of the, the you know, the locals, the commoners? <sighs> I, I I can't think of anybody else other than Red Ken, really, that I can say for me and my peers, definitely when he was in power, he did things. I can't think of it. I can't think of another another mayor. Definitely Boris didn't do shit. Other than Boris was pretending, he was just playing. What Boris did as well, Boris was very clever because it was Ken Livingston that brought out those bikes. Yeah. And then Boris came out, and all of a sudden, Boris Boris bike. And it's like, bruv, you didn't do it. But everyone thinks that it's Boris. It's like he didn't do it. It's so funny. It's actually terrible. I was actually there at the launch of the Boris bikes. It's really (laughs) random. I had a client who. Who basically got a press moment there and she couldn't ride a bike either. It was actually oh, no way. <laughs> what, you got a pace spread? <laughs> just sitting on the bike posing. Yeah. Even, <laughs> even all of the Boris bike stuff, like so they had this whole thing of everyone on a bike, you need to wear a helmet. There was that you must wear a helmet if you're riding a bike oh, yes. for safety yeah. scenario. But when you get your Boris bike, you don't have to wear a helmet. 
Yeah. Then there's yeah. the whole thing of, right, at the moment, like last year, it was all these scooters and they were putting a ban on scooters and scooters but aren't yet. allowed on the trains and scooters aren't allowed here or on the roads. But then they started doing Boris scooters or whatever yeah. the hell they're called. Ooh. Like, anything that they can make money from is acceptable. It's fine. I mean, it doesn't matter. We don't care about the risk of your health or that you could fall and break your neck or that the bike could blow up. It's fine now because we're yeah. we're actually doing it. But yeah. Yeah, you just can't take a scooter on on the train, and you're not, not, not your own scooter. No, any scooter, um, even the ones that you hire, you're not. Oh, really? To oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, you're not allowed to take <laughs> an e-scooter on a train, and you aren't supposed to be on an e-scooter properly on the roads. But it's dangerous on a pavement too. It's like where would you? Yeah. In where the ride I think. In the park. Yeah, but they're not in parks. If they were just in parks, then that would make sense. I'm but they're saying, not in parks. You're not allowed to ride in parks either. No, no, no. It's not in my parks. It's a big sign. So it's really temperamental. It depends who wants to pull you over. That's ridiculous. All right, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's up next? Are we on to June now? Oh, let's get some. Have we got any comments either? We're ignoring our people them in the comments. And guys, please put forward anything that you want to discuss for the year. What stood out for your 2021? We got to talk about Matt Hancock. Matt Hanscock. Hanscock. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Hancocky. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for real. That's June. We're in we're halfway through the year. That is June. I mean, where is he now? What's he up to now? What is happening to Matt Hancock? <laughs> Matt Hancock has been on TV a lot recently. Yeah, he's doing He's doing a Trump. He's doing, I don't care. Wrong and strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He got fired. Well, he got a job and then he got fired from the oh, job. Yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> his, his second job with the UN, where he's yeah. in the picture going like, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the job didn't happen. Oh. 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 Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry guys. Oh, yeah. Okay. Again, just a little break. Yeah, just a little break. Just a moment. Um, um, yes. Sorry guys. Uh, yeah, Matt Hancock. Ooh. Music. <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, Matt Hancock, um, basically, he was, although he's a troublesome, you know, uh, politician, he has been a very troublesome politician, smirking at the wrong thing, saying <laughs> the wrong thing all the time. Do you know what I mean? And then he was caught red-handed, literally, his hands around someone else's bum that was not his wife um, in the office, basically. They in it. Weren't they lips in? Oh, yeah, they were lips in, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. So snogging, snogging someone who wasn't his wife. Um, in office, and uh, that wasn't his—that uh, wasn't her husband, basically. So yeah, so he's—he's he's a troublesome politician. So did he get fired for that? Was that what he got he fired for? He resigned. He resigned before he got fired. Yeah. Um, but he was basically Boris Johnson's, like uh, our prime minister, a uh, right-hand man, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, so yeah, so that must have been a big blow to Boris. Yeah. Um, Boris didn't really want to do it. I think he was like, Matt's apologised for some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want him to resign. Because it took him a few days to actually mm. resign because I think Boris was like, if you do a sincere apology, 
maybe you know I can imagine Boris being like maybe you know think yeah. of all the shit that I've done and I've I'm I'm now prime minister probably yeah, like just put it all to one side but yeah. no the press was not having it because of the covid breaking the rules like yes. that's two separate households you're not even just standing next to her it's like your yes. lips in like that's the swapping bodily functions after the government was telling people it was literally in their bedrooms telling people not to kiss, not to have sex, and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you yourself are doing it. Do you know what I mean? It was like hypocrisy. Yes. Absolute um, hypocrisy. Mr. Hancock has said, I, I'm looking at a BBC article, and he, his, in his apology, he was like, what I really feel is that was a failure of leadership from him not getting the vaccine. I mean, from him, just all the stuff that we've mentioned, sorry. And he said, I hope that being straightforward and apologising and resigning, people can see that I get it, and I know I need to do a good job representing the people. Does Do you feel like he gets it? Do you feel that people understand what he did? And do you feel that his being straight... Do you think he was straightforward? Do you think Matt Hancock has been a straightforward, trustworthy guy in all his shenanigans? No. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Matt Hancock also gave money to two of his brethren. Like, wasn't it like his, I think it's like his wife's brother's oh, friend. Oh, for the stuff. Yeah, they got a whole load of money, but he has two sets of people with, involved in it with money and he sits on their boards. Like he's as dodgy as everybody else. Everything's been above board over the government contracts for people. Yeah, that, that's what they all say though. They're all yeah. like been above board. I'm sure it has. Yeah. But where's the minutes? Where's the tenders? Because there are people that were making PPE for years. That's their business that didn't get any government contracts. But yeah. you gave it to somebody who used to make plastic cups or something. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well we can all say a hearty F Matt Hancock. Where is he? So what's he doing now? Is he, he's, he said he's out of public eye. He doesn't want to get back into office. He's been on the news, like just talking about COVID. Like, because mm. the government, what, what's their latest? There's stuff that nobody wants to talk about at the moment. Like, it escapes me why like Boris hasn't been talking. But Man ha Matt Hancock has been on the news a lot. Like just talking about what's Ooh. been going on with the government. But because I guess he doesn't have a seat, he, maybe he can do that and talk a little bit more freely. It's just is weird. Way, is a there a way for him to angle himself into the? Is he trying to angle himself as a government official? Like, could he'll he get back into? The, he'll get a place again. Yeah, do you think he could take over Boris? Michael Gove resigned at one stage for something that he did, and then he came back again. Like, he'll he'll be back next year. He'll get a place. I'm sure. Next year, twenty three, or this year, twenty two. No, I think he needs another year off, so 23. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, um, let's go. July, July, July. What's happening in July? Oh, we so talk about the sports stuff. We had the Euros racism. Yes. But it's still racist. It hasn't changed. There was a big, big furor when the three young lads, let me get their names up, get them all right, so I don't get it wrong. Oh. All I remember was Saka and Rashford. Marcus Rashford. Jaden Sancho and Bukayo Saka, who missed their spot picks at Wembley, like you know, basically they missed their penalty goals and stuff like that. And but it just generally they had to just face a shitstorm of disgusting racism that has never left football. As much mm. as people try to say there's no racism in football, we're all one happy, clappy family when it comes to football. It just exposed the dirty underbelly of sports racism, which is rampant in pretty much a lot of sports. To be fair, but for the UK as our national sport is football. 
it's sickening, disgusting, and it just shows that, you know, when you're playing for England, you better score a goal otherwise. And you're, well, if you play for England and you're a foreigner, you better score your goals, otherwise you're, otherwise you're back to being an immigrant. Um, and the penalties. What, yeah. Why do you think that Gareth Southgate selected <laughs> them to do it? I, uh, I honestly think that they... He was trying to give them an opportunity. I, I do I do think he gave he kind of gives them an opportunity. I just don't think he was I think he handled it well considering and yeah, also did. as well. I think it's like if if they had scored, it would have been such a moment. Do you know what I mean? And I think he was very well, well aware of that. And like the I think he was just maybe super optimistic. Do you know what I mean? And not really kind of taking in consideration that you know their age, their their lack of experience in those kind of arenas, and that's I'm not a football expert, but I'm pretty sure they haven't really competed at that kind of level um, for England. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like for many many years at all. I think maybe for some of them it's their first time. I think um, for, yeah, for those three, I think it was yeah. their, first. their first time. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I think, but it would have been, it would have, it would have been great for Black Britain in the football world if that had if that was a positive result oh my god yeah it would do you know what i mean especially marcus rashford for real yeah like, that would have like not to say that he isn't already you know do you know what i mean like you know going pay for whatever kind of thing but it would just elevate him to a different realm within the uk right do you know what i mean and it would have yeah. meant that you know it would have been much much harder for these tabloids, newspapers, actually newspapers across the board to continuously back down on him. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. would have had at least taken a breath for maybe a week to just... He would have been like a proper hero then. They yeah. Would have been like yeah. a total yeah. hero. Yeah. He would have been a hero for working classes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And all that thing is. And, you know, he would have been an absolute hero of the nation, right? Uh, so I think I think the glory is probably what he was thinking. I just don't think I, I don't think he was I, I don't think it was necessarily in my limited knowledge of football. Um I don't think it was a wise decision. Do you know what I mean? Just because the inexperience, do you know what I mean? It's just a lot of pressure. And we've seen it, right? We've seen it like not even at those kind of that even uh, that's the furthest we've been at UK England, sorry, has been along in the football tournament. Many years, do you know what I mean? Not even Beckham at his prime when he was yeah. young, he fucked up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know, seeing that, you know, my inexperience would just be like, no, you're not doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I've seen that and seen what, what can happen to the greatest footballers, right? Do you know what I mean? Gareth would put himself, didn't he, in, in 96. That's what I was, I was just checking. He did, he was the one, he was the one who missed the penalty. He's yes. been, that's yeah. why he and like he's redeemed himself now as a mm -hmm. captain, but like um yeah, whatever coach, coach. Um coach, yeah, coach. yeah, he's um he went through it, so he would have known. Like I think you're right, Auntie Shadow, yeah. that putting three young players in that line of pressure, knowing what in what he went through, because it was big when he did it, it was huge. Mm. Um and he went through a lot of backlash and criticism and you know, it was a lot for him. So, you know, a bit of a mad decision. Yeah. But, you know, but also on the flip side, even though it's horrible and we hate we hate for black people to be scapegoats, it did expose the shit that they keep trying to cover up. The dutty, yeah. horrible underbelly and nasty racism that um, pervades um, football. And so also, 
this yeah. this whole thing just really like the Euros really just like was just such a fucking double standard. And I just stand on this like you know the crowds of people in Trafalgar Square, people you know diving yes. into like yeah. like pools of water, like sliding down the street like when we're oh, in the midst God. of a fucking pandemic. Like it was just such hypocrisy again kind of thing yeah. that okay because the men need to come out of the house and, and and relax or whatever whatever it is that kind of thing that they're allowed to gather in their numbers on the streets right of then. britain because the euros are on but you can't go to a house party like fuck off like and you can't go to can't remember carnival was cancelled <laughs> <Carnival, laughs> yeah it was ridiculous and I do I just still maintain that if you fix racism with working class white men, we will not be a racist country anymore. Seriously. Facts, They're the key. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. All right, let's jump to August. Or is there anything else you guys? Um no, I I've lost it. I I had the train of thought on that. Um but uh okay, no, overall. I, I disagreed with him. You know how, like, Gareth Southgate comes across as, like, super liberal and, and really humble, yeah, yeah, yeah. The kind of, like, you know, racism and he challenges it when people bring it to him. I just felt like he was occupying that white saviour space. Like, that's the glory if it had. Like, literally what you were saying, like, that glory if if they had saved the day and they had scored and been <laughs> It would have been so huge and then it's kind of like then he also could have been a bit of like the king of the blacks like because then everybody's going to be so grateful that this man gave these three young black boys this opportunity to be the heroes and i just felt like he he saw that crown of like like the champion of all all, all the blacks and it didn't happen but at the same time so you want to be the champion and and like redeem yourself for all of your failings, but also like then be the champion of all the blacks because then we would have heralded him up. He weren't thinking about the backlash that it's gonna be a hundred times over what he experienced because of mm. their back. And it's like actually you was just being really loose with your ego to if they score, it's gonna be great. Yeah, that's one thing. But if they don't, look at what they had to go through. And yes, yeah, so I I absolutely am like he was really frivolous with his with his decision to have them doing the penalties because they're too young they're too inexperienced and it actually doesn't make any sense to me that he would pick them other than you wanted some type of like huge round of applause if they had scored so he's 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 a shitter to me he goes in the shit pile oh gary Go. Yeah, what was the next one? Ooh, we are on August. August. Prince Andrew. The uh, lawsuit was actually filed in August against Prince Andrew by Virginia Graffio. Uh, Graffio. Yeah. Yes, against his sexual abuse. Did you see, like, literally, it's like two days ago, the new news mm. that, that she had settled. I, I didn't know that this was a thing. So what? I, she, she settled, settled with Epstein. Yeah, with Epstein in 2009. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know about that. So within that settling, there's like a paragraph that she wouldn't be able to come after anyone else. Anybody that affiliated. And it doesn't say his name, but it says royals, which is loose, isn't it? Because he dealt with quite a few different types of royals. But yeah, with, so his, his, de his defence are coming back and being like, because she signed this and it says royals and he's a royal she shouldn't be able to sue him. So that's gone up in front of the, the judge at this moment. But, um, so yeah, only deciding today. I thought it was deciding yeah. today. You think it is I today? Saw, I saw on Twitter that there was some sort of law, you know, there's always legal commentators and legal commentators, like the, the, the terms of the law, of the settlement are so vague that it shouldn't really apply because it's just so ambiguous language. And that woman, I can't remember who it was, she was saying that, if, if um, it's Jeffrey, I've just Googled the pronunciation, it's Jeffrey. If Jeffrey had, um, Virginia Jeffrey had been her client, she would have been like, yeah, these terms are shit, no way. You, then, and then they're not going to bind you to anything. So I think they could be, there's, I think, and again, it depends on which state he's prosecuted, all that type of stuff where it, it might not be strong enough. But again, it's a royal, so, you know, even if everything goes against him, because I think she's demanding that he proves that he sweat, that he can't sweat. Yeah. 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 But he said yeah. in the interview it was a condition for a moment in time. Oh. So he said it lasted. I think he said it like lasted two or three years. Like, so I, I've never heard of this no sweating condition. Ever. Apparently, Ever. he had it for two or three years. So when did he notice? I mean, I wonder if you like, when do you notice? I'm not sweating. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, he woke up and was like, oh my gosh, was he sweating profusely? And then one day he's like, oh, I've stopped sweating for two years. Like what, how did he notice? Do you know what I mean? Well, she said he was very sweaty, like he was a sweaty man. So maybe he, he sweat, how sweat. Do, you know, like, do you know what I mean? He did he go to a sauna and come out dry? What, what happened? <laughs> I don't know. Either way, we know he did it. Like I, I, I really want her to win this. What I want her to, I what I want her, I want him to have to pay her, because it's yeah. not criminal. You know, they all said they're not charging him criminally, but if she wins this civil case, that would be great. And he's guilty. Yeah. It's mad. But I mean, right. even if he's guilty, it's kind of like um, what's his name, uh, the black dude that killed his wife and and the OJ. Uh, OJ. Remember, he lost a civil case against him from the family. Yeah. He wasn't re-prosecuted. It was just he yeah. lost the case. So you can't prosecute twice, can you? Oh, well, we shall see. You can't do the um, same charges twice, like unless there's new evidence or something. Compelling new evidence. I think, so. OK. What happened in September? Uh, we had... So September again. Um, remember the petrol stuff that took place, where all the petrol pumps were empty. Was that September? Oh, that was like, yeah. and, and nobody could nobody could travel around the place, and it was like queues all around. I, to be fair, because I'm a public transport person, I only was affected by that once when I think I was coming home in an Uber, and I saw I was like, "What's going on? Why is there so much traffic on my road?" And it was that. I never, it didn't, to be honest, as a public transport user, it didn't affect me in a way that I know it affects probably other drivers and people like that. I don't, I'm, psh, 
yeah. but it was nonsense. again it was panic buying nonsense much like the panic buying in superstores when panic pandemic first hit I don't even actually oh, what yeah. I affected us it affected us because like i think we was doing a job at that point and like like people they, they wasn't sure if they could deliver stuff oh my god no that was stressful it was really stressful yeah yeah <laughs> like things weren't necessarily going to get delivered on time you had to time it right for it to make sure it could because they was only doing like i remember there was definitely one company that was like they do what they would do one delivery a day <laughs> serious yeah so it wasn't like not everything was coming like free flowing as it usually was because no no definitely i had that with post um mm. with the post fans because it's like they was on a well we can we can only do so many travels out and so once mm. the van is full if your parcels ain't on it that's your business isn't it it's like oh, wow. there was no collections as well so it was like deliveries were all kind of staggered and delayed and the same like the husband couldn't drive because if he gets stranded somewhere and you can't pick up petrol it was just like yeah it was a bit of a madness but and that lasted a couple of weeks but in like the conspiracy theory forums it was they created this panic buying because there's only so much time you can keep petrol for so obviously we had been on um we had all been on lockdown and we had only come out of lockdown in July. So oh. most of the year when we were on lockdown, there's lots of cars that are not able to drive. And so there's lots of petrol that is going to be going stale. And somebody had timed it to, you need to get this petrol into the cars like by September time. And that was the panic buy-in so that they could, re they could refuel all of the tanks. I don't know, but I kind of believe it. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, the point. What can't we believe about this government? How they act? Yeah. <laughs> Might as well believe anything and everything. Believe conspiracy yeah. theorists. Remember when they were talking about chips, COVID passports, all of this shit, and we thought it was a bit out there. Look, here we are. No, I'm. What? <laughs> I like the we though, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. But yeah, okay. R. Kelly was found guilty. Yay! Finally. Finally. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Has do we know how long he's getting yet? Has that come out? Because I was like, I don't know. He hasn't that's ages. Maybe he's cooperating or something. Yeah. He could be uh, chatting in it. He could be. Yeah. yeah well, hopefully he that that's him. Like he's in prison now. And yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna be like he must be almost fifty, if not fifty odd. Yeah. So if he gets a good like seventy years, he's not gonna come out. That uh, that would be. Well, hopefully if he doesn't get because Black Cosby, isn't it? Like he doesn't get overturned. Oh, like off on a text. Forgot about him. Yeah. Oh. No, I, I think there's way too much evidence for R. Kelly to come out. Yeah. There, there's, there's. It's true because it's more current as well. Most, well, I don't know most, but like, it's definitely more current. And remember, he had video. Yeah, that's true. Like he's bait. So, yeah, I, I don't think he will. Okay, moving on. Oh, no, he was sentenced. 
He has been. What did he get? Well, this says the headline is sentenced to 96 months for one thing in prison for intimidating the victim. I don't know. So that's just one. I think he, I remember him getting lots of counts. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, that's one thing. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Moving on. Okay. Um. What's next? Let's see. What October. Getting through this. this is quite good. I think we had the Alec Baldwin shooting, which is still ongoing. Um, he recently he's he's made an. He, I think he spoke about it on CNN, you know, just again, wishing for like a speedy kind of investigation and results uh, of what happened. The inquiry was a crazy situation of the shooting on set where he accidentally shot two people and they both lost, no, one lost their life and yeah. the director was injured. One of those crazy, and again, it's revisiting the conversation about having firearms on set. And budget cuts on set and cutting corners on set. A lot of conversation about what happens on film sets that we don't necessarily know about. We know about the kind of end result of the great film, but the stuff that happens behind the scenes, a lot needs to be considered in keeping people safe. This is an example. I I, I really hope that we actually get some information on this. Because, again, it's like uh, stories come out and it just feels like there's no, there's no follow-ups to them like they tell us about it and then that's it but i'd really like this to be followed through like actually what happened because it does sound crazily it sounds crazy bait like how there is this and him saying that i didn't actually call it so it's like well how did that happen did the gun just fire it's just all it's really weird um yeah i don't know i, I would like to find out more about this story in its entirety yeah, yeah. okay um, and yeah, I just wanted to say the names of it. the cinematographers, Halnia Hutchins, who passed away, and Joel Souza was a director who was wounded. So, yeah, I hope the Hutchins family are finding peace in this mad situation. Man, yes, okay. So, we have November, and we saw the end of Britney Spears's conservatorship conservatorship yes overturned after 13 years and really i think her getting her freedom is purely down to the power of the internet and her fans literally this literally free britney movement because when it started people thought they were a little bit mad it was a bit like "Mm." and they started a podcast they were not stopping. They were literally reading into every post that was on her page yeah. for a good two years. And then eventually the zeitgeist caught up and all of us were like, actually, Brittany is posting some weird stuff. And then it started going around the internet and then lo and behold, here you are. But yeah, it's, it's amazing that actually it's just normal folk looking into her life and being like, this isn't right. Not even a celeb. Like, it wasn't like, I don't know, Christina Aguilera being like, I feel like something's going on with Britney Spears. It was normal people. Mm. Well, Which yeah, is a mad one. Free Britney campaign was, is, was really interesting. I don't know where they're at now because obviously she's free from, but there's still lots of red tape and paperwork, I guess. So, I don't know. Because I saw something about her dad wanting, uh, what did he do? He 
he re- did he resign so he wouldn't get prosecuted so there's some things that he might not he might not be he might be able to he's protected from getting sued or something like that because he did a few moves that kind of protects him but I, again i need to read into that because i think i think i read something like that to that effect where he was in quotes smart and got out maybe the way he did things protects him a little bit but i hope he gets everything thrown at him i really do i, I want her to like sue all of her family yeah, her yeah. Mom, like, everybody yeah. who was complicit should be like held accountable 100 100 cool and oh, um metaverse is here oh, oh alien, yes. our alien friend <laughs> had turned facebook into a virtual reality social platform called metaverse so though you're on facebook it's under the metaverse which is the virtuality place where this is where we're all going to be living we're going to be living in our shorts and bras, oversized, <laughs> overweight couches, living in a virtual reality and experiencing nothing in the real world unless you're a rebel and that's going to be the unvaccinated versus the vaccinated reality <laughs> the virtual reality the virtuals, the reality, the real versus the virtuals or something like that, it's going to it's getting there, all the sci-fi um, um, what do you call it, dystopia fantasy films are coming to life as we speak what do you guys think? and let's just throw in the aliens are here too, like Elon Musk and um what's his name richard branson and what's the other one jeff bezos had their space race as well that was later on in the year so there's a whole lot of stuff going on in the meta world the alien world and we've talked about it extensively on this on our shows and i guess where are we at now yeah i'm i'm I, I, I didn't get any um vr glasses for christmas <laughs> i thought somebody was going to gift me my goggles so that I could join in in the metaverse, but it didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I'm still are waiting. There, are there accounts of, like, can you subscribe to the metaverse yet? What is, what's happening? Where is it? Yeah, is but it you need your, um, I've actually been into one, but just through the um, computer. Yeah. There's a black guy that I follow who had already built up his virtual world and is very, wow. um, uh, what would you call him? He's an occultist. He's pro-black. So it's like as you're going into his virtual world, you're going through the halls of Amenti. Um, there's lots of unk symbols and stuff, and you can sit and watch Bobby Hill on his cinema screen. But it's like I'm I'm just going through it for, through the internet, normal internet, 2D internet as they call it now. Mm. So if, once I have my goggles, I can enter into his world, and it would be immersive. So. Yeah, there's people that have stuff. You can buy land in the metaverse as well. I'm looking into that. And you? Yeah. Have like, you bought some? Everything is up. No, I haven't bought any yet. I, I want to get. I want to be able to see, like, where I'm buying. But yeah, everything is up for sale again. It's like the internet. The internet 3.0 is going to come out, and then there's going to be an immersive version of it. So it's just like the internet, but then the internet's going to be everywhere. Be everywhere mm-hmm. around us. Virtual yeah. reality, as Jamiroquai once sang. Wow. Did he? Yeah. Literally, Red Border just wrote, Metaverse sounds like a Farmville. Exactly that. And what's the other one? Minecraft. All the games that I... Thought with nonsense and Sims, we should have been playing. I should have been playing. 
to learn. And, like, the boys training. are on Roblox and they're like building, like Akai has a whole thing. He's built a house. A couple of weeks ago, he started his own business. It was like a pizza shop. It was very funny. So he built his pizza shop and he needed money to buy buy stock and everything. So then he's speaking to his cousins and he's like, have you got money in Roblox? And they're like, yeah, I've got a couple of thousand. Blah, blah, blah. So, so invest in my pizza shop. And then as I'm making money, I'm going to give you money. Listening to them, I was proud, but also like this is how they've hooked them in already because they yeah. get this well. They're like yeah. in it. Like, I, I can build a house. He's going on YouTube, looking at architecture. How do I build my house? And it's all in roadblocks. That's going to be the metaverse. Yeah, they've been in training. Those All those games were training. Yeah. And I, yeah. I was like, why are you doing this? Well, we're going to have a beautiful house in the metaverse. <laughs> oh, wow. um, oh, Ronald said that. Sorry. Yeah, the co- sorry, you want to go to the comments? I mean, you can say it. It's fine. I don't know. I just thought, you know. Um, yeah, Derek Chauvin, he was con- Derek Chauvin, my God, was convicted in April for the George yes. Floyd uh, murder. Oh, yes, of that course. Was huge. I missed that. Um, and that was huge. And I and that was one court case that had me riveted. I was watching it as it unfolded. It was just, it was really, fa- it was very, very fascinating. And, and hats off to the um, the legal team that go through, you know, have to go through this and the witnesses that came forth for their stories and their, and their accounts. And there was a lot of emotional recounts of what happened and just watching. I mean, I, I, again, I avoid, I'd always avoided watching the actual murder but seeing the different angles up until that point where I, I would turn away, but seeing what happened and how Derek Chauvin acted, the fact that he even dared to try and say he wasn't guilty. I mean, they, I think this was, even if they wanted to find him not guilty, they, they just knew the world, I think that, would, the, I don't know what would happen to the world at that point. I don't think they could have, for how it had changed so many facets of society around the world and all of the protests, I, I don't know. I don't think they could have actually have done a, a not guilty on him. Yeah, like, really. Much. I think it just it was too many things had like imploded in different ways that also you wouldn't have been able to tell because it's not like we didn't. I guess maybe it was slightly different. There wasn't the internet then with the Rodney King beatings, but that was still kind of shown. I guess he wasn't killed, but I feel like no, like. Um, Fidel Castro, no, what was his name? The what? The guy that was shot in his car. Bin Laden. No. Oh no. Oh. Um, oh, sorry. I'm, I don't know. Sure. Could you say I'm sure his surname was Castro. Yeah, I know you're talking about Castile. Castile. Um, I'll find Something out. Like that. Yeah, yeah. But but that was filmed and that was shown around. But that police officer didn't go to prison. But there wasn't really yeah. the there wasn't the same level of change that George Floyd actually seemed to inspire. Could have been the time. Yeah, it could have been left the time of the video. It's like it's eight minutes. That's a very long time to witness somebody's life actually go, as opposed to uh, uh, somebody being shot. That's probably again to do with a lot of like films that were kind of desensitized to shootings, but actually, like that brutal Mm -hmm. on someone's neck is more. it, It also takes more because there's no way he can say he didn't feel life passing through him like you're too close it's it's so intimate it's such an intimate act but yeah he had to go 
I don't know what happened to the other guys though. What about the other police officers? Did they I get I don't know. I don't know. Like it's like and 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 then to, in payback for whoever, then Carl Rittenhouse was um was acquitted of killing two protesters in November. You gave us Derek Chauvin, but then you also gave the far right Carl Rittenhouse. I've changed my mind on Carl Rittenhouse. Oh, have you? I really. Yeah, yeah, and um, I don't know, like, I, I, I listen to more about the case and more on the evidence and actually, like, I was like, I could see how it would be self-defence and seeing the motives and actually, like, it's like it was painted like it was very much like he was in opposition to the protest, but actually he's there protecting somebody's property and yeah, there was just other parts that I didn't really know about his story that why he was there. I really thought he was going after protesters. There was a confrontation and he shot two of them. I didn't know it was like there was a fight. He was shot at. He shot back. Like it's just more of um it was more broader. And I was like, okay, I could see why he would be acquitted for that. Because it does seem like on more reflection, seeing the evidence. I don't see race as being a motive in any way. Like, he was against Black Lives Matter. I think he was literally there to protect somebody's property against vandalism. And it went a bit left. And he was threatened and he shot people. Didn't he travel from somewhere to come and involve himself, in it? Yeah. It was like a call-out. Like, very, very similar to, um, like, the London riots when Mark Duggan was killed. And there was all of the looting all around everywhere in London. I remember um, Gazelle Boutique got ransacked in Peckham. But a lot of spots in North London where the um, Hasidic Jew community was protecting their properties in South London and North London, they didn't get, they didn't get ransacked because they had people protecting it. And that's the thing. It's like when you know that there's going to be a riot on, there's like a call that goes out to your community will you protect my property and you get paid for it? And that call went out for this particular row of shops and places and he responded to it. So he was there with a few young, oh, able And that's vigilantism and that's not legal, right? That's basically, I, I just don't, I mean, I think it's, it's easy to, I think they've done a very, very good job of like spinning the story of this guy was just, like an innocent, just trying to, um, you know, protect America or whatever, or what, what that means. But no, he wasn't. He just, he was an opportunist that was supported by his mother that went across state lines with a weapon to potentially hurt people, and he did. Do you know what I mean? It's just the fact that he's a minor and he, it, 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 there wasn't enough evidence to um, to convince the ju that jury in particular, because remember they took out people from the jury as well, kind of thing, to basically push this narrative. Do you know what I mean? And at the end of the day, he's got away with it. That doesn't mean he's got away for it. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean that he that his intent was not malicious. But then the protester had a gun as well, and he shot first. 
But then at the same but then I think it, is, is he totally, but he's not innocent though. He had intent with carrying a weapon. He didn't go down there to protest or to defend without a weapon. He went with a weapon. So he definitely had intent. Yeah. So whether the protester, yes, he, if, if the protester survived, I would expect him to be in court as well. Fair is fair. But yeah, one guy, of them did. Okay. So one of them, one of them got shot and was killed. I think that one yeah. actually wasn't the one with the weapon. But the right. guy with the weapon, he was shot as well. But it's like, it, in how it came through, the guy with the the guy that was protesting, he shot at him first, and then he shot back. So this but is the first. Like you, you can carry a gun. I think the but, but him, but actually, shouldn't have had a gun on him. Young. He is only a legal loophole where he's not being. No, it was the judge's discretion yes. why he was put, um, he was not charged for carrying a weapon at his I think, age. I think that definitely he should have been charged because okay, you can go on the self defense thing, and Americans do that all the time within their legal system. But the fact that his age and that wasn't his gun, he should have been done for that. If you're not going to do him for actually killing somebody, he yeah, should he have should been have prosecuted. I just I can't. From I what I've seen, from when that was dropped, it seemed like most people were like, he's probably going to get off with this because that was the only charge that he could be done for was actually like going across state lines and, and holding a gun that isn't yours and firing it. So, yeah, but I, I think overall, I was like, mm, I, I, the race thing felt like baiting. The more I looked into it, it did feel like race. I mean, I said it at the time. I was like, D I don't feel this is a black issue. And then looking more into it, it was like, oh, I see how this was played. And it was like, mm, it's not that cut and dry, really. Other than it was a Black Lives Matter march. But still, Black Lives Mattering, I still think is a white problem overall. They have the issue with yeah. understanding that Black Lives Matter. So it's, it's for them to sort this shit out. Like, you've caused this damage, so you've got to work it out amongst your community. That's definitely stands. And I think the, the, because it was a Black Lives Matter, it got people, I think people even didn't realise that the victims, I know for a long time I thought the victims were Black too. I just assumed because it was a Black Lives Matter. And definitely race played a part in manipulating and sucking the emotions around this. But I just, I, it just, the buck stops for me. What's your business? crossing state lines no one he didn't get the personal call as you're like you're saying the hasidic jews calling out their community specifically he didn't he just saw what was going on thought, no, it's, yeah, it's a community call like it's you know it goes out like this is going to happen in the town we we need you brethren coming and uh, come and like look after our properties and but well, okay uh, we can go round and round i i've he shouldn't have been acquitted it might not have been straight up straight facts murder or manslaughter whatever the case we shouldn't have been acquitted and that was definitely a gift to the right in my opinion yeah. no, I, hear, I hear i hear you on that one um and now i think we're in december oh we we, we talked a lot longer about the at travis scott concert um and just i guess it's continued uh thoughts and prayers to the people that the families of the people that died at that event and may Travis Scott take a long break from public eye. Yeah, I think we did mention like the number had got to 10 now, I think in recent weeks, but um, yeah, he just needs to chill. Hopefully he will. 
And now we're in December. Um, Newell has also added for November the men who killed Ahmad Aubrey were convicted in November as well. Ah, yes. Yes, that was the guy that was jogging. And I watched some of that case too. It's just. I didn't. I didn't watch that at all. I watched some of the case. It's just. It's just I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting watching live files and what goes into it and how people, how they ask questions, how people respond, things to consider. And it is, I understand how you, your, your, your opinions can be swayed. Compelling arguments are compelling. It's mad. But they were convicted and good. That was a good one. Um, I also read Border has added the uh, Assange and Saculus. I think Saculus. Saculus and Lewis Hamilton being robbed. Yeah, we kind of touched on that. Lewis Hamilton was robbed. Oh, robbed of his win or robbed yeah, actually? Yeah. No, no, robbed of his win. Oh. He was, he was basically winning that. Like, that yeah. was hands down. It was his. He was in the lead throughout the whole time. And then... I, I don't they know just how... Changed the rules. They changed it's the like, rules. It was like it was you can go past the the, the the kind of security car, isn't it? It's like yeah. What's that? What yeah. that, who, that that was so bait. It was just like nah, nah. This is dodgy as hell. And this is because they don't want him to break Michael Schumacher's record. Basically, yeah, yeah. Because if but he had won that, would it have been equaled or had he broke it? No, he would have broken it. I think he's equal now, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Sure, someone in the comments could correct me. But, but we, we was, I was watching it with the boys, and I just stepped out for. I think I'd just gone to the kitchen. Like it was, he was winning, so I just went and got a drink. And within mm. that time, then I'm hearing, "No way!" Come in, mm. they got tears in their eyes. It's like he lost, but it was such a like certainty. They was a, we never even watched Formula One, but they were so excited for watching it to actually be like we're gonna watch Lewis Hamilton win. Mm. Mm. And it was it was minutes. It was like the last few minutes. Hmm. But definitely bait. Very bait. Like even the boy that won it's like he's the youngest. I think he's 17 or 18 years old. It was just so mm. it felt super contrived yeah. to take this win from him. So yeah. Um and then in December Barbados cut its colonial ties from England, which um, we all celebrate and hope that other countries still tied to the to England colonialism do the same. But we also discuss whether or not what that really, really means. What kind of mm. compromises, what sacrifices, what what's 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 in that deal? Because we know it can't mm. be as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, it, it never is, isn't it? It's it's always a little bit more to it than meets the eye but perception is also um, a valid commodity so if other countries see this happening and, and are also like we we should cut ties with them maybe it will speed it all up as as what happened within Africa as well it's like maybe there'll be lots of other countries within the Caribbean that will also be like we have a severing ties and it's it's just amazing that this is still even a thing you would think everybody would be free by now mm. like with all the time but you know it, let's hope 
Did you watch that film? It's on Amazon now called Hero. Hero. Oh, the man's name escapes me. I'm going to put this in the comments. It's such a brilliant film. And it's about a Trinidadian man who um, he kind of like got involved in the Pan-African movement. And he has a brilliant life, was a soldier, became a lawyer. He was involved in Ghana's independence. Yeah. Um, Red Cross, yeah, the extraordinary. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that yeah. film! Like, I just found it the other day on Amazon Prime. Uh, what is it called? It's like the extraordinary it's life of it's hero. It's, that film's been around for a while, you know. But and it's yeah, really? yeah, 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 yeah. Please, yeah. everybody, just look into Yorick Cross's life because it gives you so much details on actually like the various African countries getting their independence, the amount of people that were killed within that, just people getting together and having conferences in how they could like create a united Africa. But also within that, the mistakes that were made and the CIA killing people off and all of that. It's, but it's a fascinating perspective of one man from his really humble beginnings, kind of getting involved in African politics and and trying to make a difference with the law. It's really, really, really good. It's a good film. Yeah, it's, it's directed by Francis on Francis and Solomon, um, black woman. And yeah, uh, she's oh, is it? Yeah, she um working hard to get that out there. I think we covered it on British Blacklist a few good many years ago. Um and she was she was I think in twenty eighteen, if I'm not mistaken, became an Oscar member. I feel like it was then. But yeah, yeah, she's um that film's been quite a significant film of her career. Especially for Caribbean yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. I was I was kind of embarrassed that I'd never heard of this man. And was like, this that's this is living history that we all should know about. And the fact that he only died, I think it was in, in 2019 or something that he died. It's like that in itself is like we should all know who this person is, like we should know his contribution. Yeah just even to, for being a part of the war and everything as well it's like he he had such a momentous life but that was it that was a good film it was a good watch um anything in december that stands out for you guys uh other than betty that white. betty white died yeah you know the, the, mm -hmm. December had the list, you know, looking at the list, it's like Virgil Abloh dying, Archbishop Edmund Tutu passing as well. Yeah, it was like, um, um, I was going to say that it was announced that 30 teenagers were murdered this year, in, I mean, 2021. And it's apparently it's more, a more brutal year than a few years past. Like, it's, the numbers have been up a bit more than normal but 30 teenagers when you look at the the picture wall that they do a lot of them are of color yeah which Betty, Betty white did actually because of that people cover so it was like her face was around social media a bit leading up to the hundred mm. i was so like how man she was so close to getting to that 100 years it's like weeks away but 99 is a flipping amazing innings. Yeah. In I, think 
I think I was less sad. I thought, well, she's had a good, she had a good, she had a good innings and she was still working and she was yes. still revered. So I feel like I wasn't as, I wasn't sad in quotes as some people because I thought, okay, yeah, you did it. No, you did it. no. I, I was more shocked at, oh, she was so close to getting to 100, but, yeah. you know, the time, the time. Same as Archbishop Desmond Tutu as well. It's like yeah. what he was almost ninety. Mm. That's a, that's a great innings on life. You've done, achieved so much. It was more shocking and sad for Virgil because it's like yeah. he's born in my year. That you know, that I'm months older than him, and it's it's like there's so much more life to live. They had he oh, had just bright future. Yeah, that was more sad, like, wow, that's just cutting your prime. But again, in the years that he's been here, he achieved so much as well. This is the thing. So, I mean, for, the thing, for this, for the, the 30 teenagers kind of stood out because I recently had someone I know, a young person I know coming home from the gym and someone took out a sword on him for no reason. And, well, took a sword, started chasing. So he ran for his life, basically. And... I just have no idea what, I mean, they want to think about what would happen if he got caught. And apparently it was just like, they call it ride outs. I don't know if it's, I don't know anything, but that's what the young person said it was. It was. Um, they just, whether it's initiation or something, whether I, I don't know what it is, but that person is tasked to do something to someone. And I don't, he, I don't know if it's like there was ongoing, something happened and then they're just taking out on anyone who looks like they're on road. And that's, you know, done with your, a civilian or a gang member, do you know what I mean? So they just take it out on anyone. And the, yeah, the person had to run lives. And he said, he said there was such running, another black youth, with, not his, not that he knew them, but they were running too, but they chipped up, but he didn't look back. So he has no idea what their fate was. Oh. And so that was a bit, that was a bit, you know, shocking. Um, and so this, this teenager thing, and we can never get to the bottom of it. Don't know, I mean, this in this instance, like someone just taken out a sword, no matter what you say about, society and the ills and things of society if you if if that person that i know lost their life to this i wouldn't have sympathy necessarily to that because like why i mean maybe i would i probably would actually if i know the story like maybe it's county line maybe it's all that kind of thing you get threatened you have to do stuff so kill or be killed something like that but it's just like what taking out a sword on a stranger you just don't know and you don't in that moment you're not thinking you're just like i'm going to get this person just because so the 30 teenagers is sad. No, totally. And there's just no way you're going to get away with it. It's, it's the number of 30. I really wish they would um, really go through all of the numbers of people that are affected because it's, it's not 30. It's not just 30, it's yeah. thousands that are yeah. affected. It's everybody that knows them in some capacity. It's their immediate families. It's your friends. It's the school. It's like it affects so many people when somebody dies. It's, and I think at even the, the guy running with the sword, you're thinking yeah. of your end to whatever the reward was for you doing this. But yeah. then all of the other people that you've affected, and then it's going to come on to you. They never get away with it as well. You no. are going to prison because you're probably going to be caught on CCTV. There's nowhere in London where you're not being filmed. They're going to catch you. You're going to go to prison. That's your family now living with that shame, that guilt. All of that, and it's like, and even if you don't, it's crazy. Yeah, and even if you don't um, get caught for this or whatever, for some reason you get away with it. 
living with that on your soul it it can't be it can't be like unless you're got something that's disconnected where you can i don't know how do you live with that no i i i don't know i don't know it's a, it's a weird it's a weird place that we're in at the moment but yeah um that was the year Red Border says oh i had forgotten about it. so actually going to ronald he said um the prince philip <laughs> he died this year didn't he I, I i i overlooked that to be honest when i was looking at the form again another very old person he had a comment <laughs> as well and red border says she bought melanopoly oh, i've never it? heard of it. black monopoly Oh, wow. Oh, you need to tell us some more about this Red Border. Like, I want one. But there's, mm. there's been a few, like, versions of Monopoly, no? Like black, black ones. ones. I swear there's a... Yeah. I've not heard of a black one. We currently have Poundland Monopoly in the what? house. There's loads. There's different cities. There's different, definitely yeah. different countries. There's definitely... I know there's a Nigerian one. There Is was... A, and apparently yeah. there was one called Getopoly that was banned... <laughs> it used stereotypes related to African Americans, which was not good. Um, it was in oh, 2000. Wow. It was on the shelves and it was removed from the shelves in Urban Outfitters in 2003 after a nationwide protest by the NAACP. So that's taken a piss. Melanopoly. I want. I want that. Yeah, our Poundland one. So instead of like, um, I guess Park Lane, Mayfair, all of that, it's stores. So it's things that you would buy in Poundland that's more expensive. And then you're instead of building hotels and houses, you're building stores, stores and superstores. And I thoroughly beat my boys over Christmas, and they both had tears in their eyes. Oh my god! Like <laughs> you're gonna if you're gonna win and beat your kids, like you gotta win greatly, yeah. so that they're really sad. Like it spurs them on to wanna beat you. But yeah, I won with like grands. It was great. And Neodate says there's an Accra monopoly. That would be mm. quite cool. So I guess there'd be like Oxford Street and, and Osu and all of that. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. Probably. Um, Ronald um, also mentions that Ghislaine Maxwell, Maxwell was found guilty, which he was. Yeah. Her brothers came out and said that she's not going to be spilling any names. Yeah, I heard that. Because obviously they also, they're out in it. They need saving. So yeah. he's probably, she's probably going to keep Stum, which is a shame. I was reading that at the state, when their dad died and all of that money had gone missing, that they were actually supposed to do some time in prison and they got off with that. So, they, you know. We will see. I wanted her to chat, but I guess she probably isn't going to say anything. We need to. Um, we need to see her picture. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Oh, you actually want? To, uh, there's lots of drawings. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. That was your aunties could never year of 2021 review. Um, you've run over. Uh, we. Um, I don't know. We can probably do a, next next week. We we'll back with our normal episode, and we will have a look at what. We hope for 2022, um, what 2022 will bring. Um, yeah. 
Let me just get in these last two from Nicola. She put, you guys had your first sponsor this year too. Yes, we did. Yes, and we did. she said, Auntie AK became mega famous partying with Idris, etc. I would say it's Idris, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Emil Amin. There's, there's a long list. There we go. There's lots of stuff. We've all had very brilliant years yeah. as well. This has been a mad year and a successful year, I should think, for us all. Um, aunties is going getting bigger and bigger, bigger and stronger. Thank you all you guys for supporting and watching us and tweeting us and following us on social media and sharing us. Um, it's been really great getting your feedback and interaction, especially to our fave commenters who are always here in the comments, supporting and talking with us. Um, yeah, we appreciate you, man. 21 was a good year for us. Yes, yes, yes. yes. 22 will so, be fantabulous. So on that note, that was your Auntie Could Never Year review. We will be back next Tuesday, hopefully our normal time, either 5, either 6 p.m., depending on our schedules. <laughs> um, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe uh, on our social medias. We're on all social media platforms, and you can listen back to us on um, listening platforms like SoundCloud and Spotify. No, we're not actually on SoundCloud. Spotify. Um, and yeah, this was your auntie. <laughs> Good never episode one. Take care. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.